Hi, everybody. Look where we are. We uh, we decided to move. Uh, we decided to move today. Uh, we needed a new. We just needed new scenery. Yeah, change of scenery today, and it might change again tomorrow. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how this goes. Uh, as you can still see, uh, it's still empty. There's nobody here. Still nobody here. Sadly. Um, happy Monday. It's uh, we are live from Rabs. Welcome to Rabs Country Lanes, episode seventeen. Lucky seventeen. Yeah, seventeen days we're doing this. It's hard to imagine yeah. that we would have to do it this long, but we made. Only be halfway there. I don't think we anticipated this for 17 days in a row. <laughs> in a row. We certainly didn't anticipate no. that. I know. We said we'd do it daily, and so we're going to keep coming to you daily. Uh, we'll take a break on Sunday. You know, we'll let it We're going to celebrate Easter and have a holy day with our families all separated. But, um, yes. As long as, uh, and, and for our Jewish friends celebrating Passover this week yes, as well. starting on Wednesday, I believe. Um, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, this is a... Uh, this is odd you know I, yeah. the bakeries are closing now most some of the bakeries are going to stick it seems to be sticking through the holiday i saw pastos is going to close after the holiday yep. um try to get through it so make sure you get your goods in uh at home uh you know and of course if you you, you baked goods the grain pie that's you know, it one of our traditions for easter we make the pizza it's, rustica. it's going to be a little sad not not, not doing that this year. and not doing it here you got i know tony Ann comes down and takes over and uh yeah i i guess uh maybe we're making new traditions and um i guess uh it's going to be the norm for a little while sadly. yeah um while i enjoy spending time with my family in my house <laughs> uh, and i love them dearly uh, this is going to get old really fast uh there's only uh, we keep talking about it but the hours of tv the uh, oh i have to say we're uh, getting home early my body really is in shock, right? Cooking dinner. Uh, we don't, I'm home late every night. Which, yeah. if, if we're here at the bowling center or you stop, you grab something to eat. It's just, this is it's different. It's different. Although it's nice to be home it when, the, when it's still light out. That's, yes. that's, that's my thing. <laughs> I do enjoy that. It kind of reminds me of summer when we leave here yeah. and we can sit out in the yard and maybe throw the grill on for a little while. So. Uh, it is nice to be home when it's still light out. I've been getting that grill used. Uh, yeah, I haven't turned grill. mine on. Go turn it on yeah. while you can. It's, it's starting to get really nice today. 60 degrees today almost. It's nice today. Yeah, it's a nice I'm gonna day. going to be grilling again today. Maybe I will too. I was going to do a chicken. I was going to do a rotisserie chicken today. Mm. Chicken's on barbecue for us. You know, the problem is when you take out, you get from Costco that the big thing yeah. chicken, <laughs> and chicken thighs and you don't know what to do. And then you you split up, you make one meal, and then you gotta. Oh, what am I gonna do now? Uh, so now we we're grilling chicken tonight because there it is. open the pack and out of the freezer. Uh, did you watch anything new last night? I watched the country music uh, that took the place of the awards that was supposed to be on last night, oh. which was it was really good. It was. Uh, you can really see how, um, you know, seeing each of these celebrities in their homes and seeing that it really, it really is affecting everybody. I don't, I can't remember another time when so many people were across 
so many diverse uh, uh, populations have been affected by the same thing. And it it's, um, I, I guess in a way it's uniting and that was the message of last night. But um, I also heard something on TV this morning where they said um, somebody that works on like disaster relief that normally when they go to do disaster relief, the disaster has passed. So they're right. actually in a better place to be able to help people. In this particular case, this is an ongoing thing. And um, it's it's definitely a different, it's a different mindset. I don't want to be a downer. And I know we are here to lift your spirits up because I know we all watch the news way too much, yeah. which I have uh, tried to limit in my house. We listen to the governor. We listen to snippets of de Blasio and snippets of the president. But other than that, we're trying to keep it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Home, I usually I usually catch the briefing in the morning. I get home, it's usually the, the, the White House briefing. Uh, and that's about it. And then it's dinner time and, and TV. Yeah. And whatever we're watching. Right. Yeah. What did you watch last night? Anything? We are we are hooked on Ozark. Ozark. Ozark is, uh, on right. Netflix. If you haven't caught it, uh, I, we like we like that stuff. They're talking about money laundering and Mexican cartels and drugs and uh, it's it's great. It's it, it's it's really good. And now you know we finished season one. We're in the middle of season two, and you can't stop. Right. So now it's another series. The only problem that I have now. Is after we we're gonna watch all of the we're gonna binge watch all of these shows, and then we when we get back to reality, how the hell are we gonna right. to, to watch the new seasons when they come? Right, right. Yeah. I have no clue. I, not a clue. But we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, so we start. We dubbed Mondays Music Mondays. Music Monday. Uh, last week we had our good friend uh, Billy. We had our good friends uh, Kenny Soto and Billy Salvatore and a few of our youth bowlers with us, and Billy sang for us. And uh, today is Music Mondays, and we have our friends, the Rosenbergs, uh, who posted this awesome video. And if you're followed, friends with them or follow them, uh, they're always singing, whether it be together, individually. Uh, Steven is constantly clipping uh, some videos, and they're just they're just a great pool of talent. And she's and she's a funny lady too. And she's funny. Uh, so they're going to join us today. Uh, but first, we we bringing to you today the uh, executive director of the Bowling Proprietors Association. Of America, uh, Frank DeSocio. So Frank DeSocio is with us. Welcome, Frank. Hi, Frank. Oh, Frank. No. I want you back. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you just came hey, over here first. Yeah. First. Here he goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got to be careful with that music. We got kicked off last week. Music. <laughs> <laughs> I started the staff meeting. So we do staff meetings on Zoom because we're kicked out of our offices. So we do that. I play a new song every week. I don't think the staff enjoys it as much as I do. <laughs> I think that goes with a lot of things. Hey, hey, all I'm going to tell you, keep, keep watching Ozark. Oh, it is so good. That show is so good. I I'm I was already caught up. I've been I'm in one of those guys that's been waiting four months for the season three. It's really is good. It, it came out this, does the season come out this year or is it is it now next next year? No, season three just came out uh four day five days ago. So it's been yeah. off for I don't know, four or five months. If they do it different on that Netflix, but it's been off for four oh, it is so good. 
It is. I never watched it until my kids told me to. So I got caught up, was there, and then been waiting for season three. It's really good. I the whole show's good. I could also understand why why you'd like it. We, we certainly get along there. Uh, where are you? <laughs> are you home in Wichita? Yeah. So yeah. So Wichita, we, the the offices they're in a lockdown in Texas and Tarrant County. We're working from home. Of course, we've got a couple people that can't do it, so they go in. So I work from home, like all the staff does. So, um, you know, you can. It's amazing with Zoom. Even though it's getting a bad rep right now, we haven't had that trouble. Um, you know, you spend most of the day on the phone. I mean, there's so many proprietors want to know. They just, you know, they're not all connected. And so I was on the phone with a guy from a John from uh, uh, Colorado, and he and he was man, this business. And I said, you know what? We could be in the boating business because they're never yeah. going to give a boat away until yeah. next year. So yeah. at least we'll get back open and get to take care of our great customers. Uh, so you're home in Wichita. Are you driving your wife crazy? Poor Kathy. Listen, man, I've got some backup plans for when I get thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're on, we're on, we just, you know, it's funny you bring that up because uh, I travel, as you well know, four days a week anyway. So I've been home for a while and uh, now we're on lockdown to the 30th. Now we still, we'll come in our, we have our own offices here. So we'll come in our office, but it's just Kathy and I and a couple other people. So it gets us out of the house, but now we're playing cards every night. So now, I, and yes, according to Tom Martino and Al Blau, I give him the nightly update. I'm losing the Kathy at gin every night. So and, uh, <laughs> see where that takes us. <laughs> Frank says that because when we travel and we're all together, uh, these guys go off and help anywhere. Hotel lobbies, somebody's room, uh, they'll just go into a conference room, wherever it might be, there's, there's always a, a few decks of cards. And then of course, there's some money on the line. Of course. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Which I think like. a whopping four or five bucks changes hands after two hours or something. Oh. But it's <laughs> sure fun. So uh, you have, uh, so the, the, the building is relatively empty, I would imagine. Uh, and so we're t we've got all these bowling centers around the country. And so you hear from everybody every day. And I think not everybody realizes. So the Bowling Proprietors Association is our trade association. Frank's the executive director. Uh, and, and they really do a lot for, for, for their members and bowling as a whole uh, and the services provided. And so in a time like this, I can't imagine the phone calls you're receiving, your staff's receiving. I know I've reached out to Amy already. Uh, what are you hearing? What's the most commonly asked question well, prior to last Friday, the, the, the most common question was, are we really going to be able to get a loan that's forgivable? Um, and, and I think that now there's problems with that since then, but that's been most of it. I mean, other than there are people like, you know, a, a, another guy from uh, Alabama had just gotten his month's delivery of, uh, of bag in the box for his Pepsi machine. And he wanted to send it back because it was all going to go out of date for sure. So you got to sometimes help that get done. Uh, the staff at BPA, they're just, they're, they're there to help. Bart has been spending time on trying to develop some new social media things and trying to get everybody to just connect with proprietors. And then you got Amy who just, I mean, the insurance things that are being asked and questions about insurance. And so you just take calls all day. I mean, you just, which is all right. And, most proprietors are all right. They get it. You know, this is not something anybody did. And and the government has stepped in a little bit and will weather the storm. And and 
I was talking to Brian Parker today from South Dakota, and he says, hey, bowling people are bulldogs, and we'll just get through this like everybody else does. So, and I, and I feel the same. And our people want to be back in our centers. They Our seniors want to bowl. It's their outlet. It's their time to get away. And so I think all that's going to come. But I, but the proprietor side, it's probably slowed down a little bit today. Uh, more now today is just following up. Uh, we're trying just to call people and say hello here if you need us. Um, and then I still talk with Chad, who's the USBC. I'm sure you'll have him on here shortly after me sometime, unless you've already had him on. Have you already had him? Yeah, so talk to Chad, try to work out some things or try to be what I call proactive to what issues could be when everybody does get reopened on the league side and things like that. Uh, so there's a uh, uh, we're getting interrupted by somebody in the live here. It looks like maybe a building inspector. I, I don't think this is the right time for people to be inspecting <laughs> <Yeah>. buildings. <laughs> He's in your place doing inspecting? I I don't know. It looks like he's trying well, to get him on the show. Questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I already get in trouble without well, building it, without it. building inspectors. Maybe they check it to see if we have people here. They might be because we, we're we are certainly a non-essential business. So we were we were forced to close on Monday, uh, March sixteenth at eight p.m. according to the state order. Uh, so we closed right before then on, on that evening, and uh, obviously, like everybody else, we're certainly closed. Uh, so I'll tell you guys, those pictures for a guy who who was born in New York, but gets back there a, a lot. Those pictures of downtown Manhattan are just unbelievable. They're just yeah. they're just unbelievable. I mean, there's just nobody out, nobody. And uh, who would have ever thought that? So right, pretty yeah, crazy. Yeah, we've ever seen that September 11th for a period of time and not really because first responders and people were working well, downtown out, right so and yes. a little outside of the downtown area and then superstorm sandy you couldn't get in so you had you you had that but it was a short period of time right here we are 20 something days later and it's still empty uh who's yeah. not leaving yeah. there who's not leaving their properties uh so i to totally get it. it's crazy it's absolutely crazy there are more people out here i don't know why the people there are more cars on the road this past week than there should be uh, and that's scary that's scary too people just stay home yeah you know yeah yeah, there's, yeah i get it and it's who knows hopefully the 30th which is what they're saying now and and we can loosen things up a little bit and but you know i feel sorry for you know, there's states like you go up to north and south dakota up in that area, I mean, they just have not had, now again, they don't have the people, but they're not feeling that same pain, but they're all locked up and they're, and I, I you know, it'll, it'll be really curious how they get out of this in the end. So I, it'll be really well, curious. I think that's part of the concern for businesses like ours um, is because we are a place where people gather and that those are the places that I, foresee are going to come back the slowest because people congregate here so this is yeah you know the seniors the ones i get to talk to this is their outlet taking yeah. senior bowlers that aren't golfers or anything else and sticking them in their home for, for four or five six weeks watching it's not what they're about they want to recreate they want to speak with their friends they want to they want to share memories. They, and you know, the sad part is they're, they're ready to get out. They just had enough and, and they'll call and you talk to them, but they're ready to go. But you're, you're exactly right. This is where people come together 
and talk about it. I'm sure they'll have a lot to talk about the first couple of weeks when they're back, but, but it's crazy. They're also the most resilient generation. You think about what they've gone through and where we are today. We have friends that they're, they, you don't know how to tell their parents, you have to stay home, but I have to go get cheese. No, you don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you, know, you shouldn't go anywhere. You, yeah. you know, you're the one that, if anything, stay home. Right. Right. Uh, so, you know, in bowling centers around the country, it was a slow, it was a slow stop, right? The slow pause, state by state, very different. And I think that we still have a couple of states that still aren't forcing people to stay home. Uh, I don't believe we don't have, do we have any centers open at all throughout the country? I, I think there's a few municipalities that are open, like with 50 and under. So it doesn't sound like a lot for your center, but if you're a 12 lane center or an eight lane center in a small town, it's 50 and below, and they, they're actually still participating. I mean, there's got to be some open and doing some business because we're still doing pretty good volume with our partners at Cisco every day, a little bit of volume with Pepsi. So it, there's got to be some open doing some business, more than just, uh, uh, you know, drive-through or carry-out stuff. So, But I think it's the more remote. And just to, just to you know, uh, your boss, Amy's watching, and uh, Amy's, oh, I know Amy, it's lighting up here. I'm going to get yelled at later. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to correct you if you say something wrong for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, kudos to and really kudos to your team because, uh, and that's year round, especially in times like these. I reached out to Amy last week specifically about our Pepsi product. We had a deliver we had a delivery come in, and uh, he couldn't take it back right away. We were going to stay open, but we had no no fountain soda uh, going out. And we called and they wouldn't even take that delivery. And she got on the horn and we're, we're still working through it. Uh, but hey, she's she's a tough cookie and put us yeah. in, in contact with the right people. Yeah, I got to tell you, you know, Frank, I always say, you know how good your staff is or the people that we all work together when you're in times like this. Not necessarily when times are great, but when times like this and people need help and people need just some counseling, sometimes they just want to vent. Oh, right. And you got people like I, we have at BPA. They, they're just they're just wonderful. They're just wonderful. Hey, uh, you know what? I, I might need Amy. Amy's there, and I might need you to help me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The their concern today is that uh, it's unlawful to operate cooking uh, commercial cooking equipment that generates smoke or grease uh, without a permit for the operation of cooking uh, commercial cooking equipment. Uh, we're closed. <laughs> what? Now, what about yeah. the oh, in, in New in the state of New York? Is that what you're saying? New York City, yeah. yeah. Uh, the funny part about the funny part about this is that we we were open. Our pizza, our, our concession was open for for the last week. We closed the other day, uh, and for different reasons, staff, the health and safety of our staff, uh, the the people, not not as many orders going out. So I'm sure, depending on how long this goes, we, we'll probably reopen, but maybe not now. Well. <laughs> I'll say this. One thing I've got to tell you, and not changing the subject, but the one thing I thought that was unbelievable is I think the younger people, and you are one of them, are struggling with all this more so than the older people. Even though the virus attacks the older people harder than it attacks the younger people. And I, and I really mean that, like, I think they just struggle with, God, is this really happening? I think it's tough. And it's... Uh, I, I, listen, I, it touches everybody differently, but God, but we still got half the restaurants open in Wichita. They're doing carry out or delivery. 
I had some friends of mine that own drive-through like Taco Bells, and they're killing them. But it's all drive-through, and they put these little screens up where you, so you don't talk. You know, you're not talking direct. Some are preferring credit cards, won't take cash. So I think it's crazy. All it's all over the place. Yeah, and so <laughs> Amy wants me to send that to her. <laughs> yeah, I know she told me. I'm about. She told me how much we sold in groceries yesterday in bowling. But I better not say anything because then she'll come back and say we weren't supposed to say that. Oh, no. She put it in the live chat. 75,000. Oh, yeah. 75. Well, perfect. Oh, so listen. I'm not as progressive. So everything on the right's live chat? Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. She'll learn so how to spell. She's so she's talking spell. about she's talking about the, I'm assuming Cisco. So we've got bowling centers that are still operating food business. Yes. And that's what it is. So they're still taking deliveries when they can. Even though they, uh, some company hired Cisco to deliver groceries, like grocery stores and things like that, uh, for a while. So who knows, you know, what what all that looks like. It'll it'll be interesting. I think the next forty five days, when we open back up, hopefully, this is going to be really interesting. Well, that's I think that's that's the challenge for us, right? So many of us were still in full swing of our bowling league season. I'm sure that's a lot of what you're hearing, and uh, so full swing. We may not be able to finish the season, depending on what state you're in, uh, what what the orders are going to be. I would imagine for facilities our size, we're going to be the last ones to be open. Uh, so what what does that look like? What does that look like nationwide? You have centers that will be able to open. Maybe they'll force them to occupancy. Some of us, to your point, to have 50 people in our building wouldn't be fruitful uh, to open. Yeah. Well, I, I, listen, I, I think the whole league piece is going to be interesting in the sense that uh, the few I've talked to that I just know that are friends, they want to finish out their league. But yep. if you're a busy center, that's going to encroach in onto the summer. So it'll be, it's going to be interesting. It, it just, it's going to be interesting that people want to bowl. This is their, this is their activity. And so uh, to say that you're just all going to quit, that's usually one person in the league. It's not, the, it's not the league itself who wants to get out and recreate and enjoy themselves. Yeah, we know all, and we were dealing with that going in. So going into this, uh, we had a lot of different opinions. We were doing our best to stay open as long until we were told we couldn't, uh, and and that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, but people people made that choice to stay home, uh, and we worked with the leagues to make some decisions to helpful. But it wasn't. It certainly wasn't easy at all. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. no. And you know, it's tough to tell them you can't come in when you when you finally close to to tell even when I, our office. When it was time to close, you're going, hey, guys, everybody work from home. It's like, well, wait a minute. We can't. And the bowlers are no different. They, they to tell as a proprietor to tell your customer, hey, we're locked up for minimum. Of, well, at that time, it was, we thought 10 days or two weeks. Who You know, now it's April 30th. If we're lucky, I'm believing New York could even be longer. But even though the numbers look better today. So, man, it's just crazy. Commonly asked, so when do you think you're going to open? Oh, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> we want to be open already. So you talked a little bit about the, the, the loans and you guys, and so BPAA has done a couple of things. Share a little bit about, as a trade association, what we're doing to help our members uh, understand the opportunities and, and what they could look forward to. Yeah, so as a proprietor, as, as, as a representative of proprietors around the country, we wanted to make sure we were ahead of the loan stuff, whether it was a, whether it was the idle loan, which is really the disaster loan that's not forgivable, but it can stretch out for a couple of years. 
or the new the new one, which is forgivable for eight weeks. They're going to pretty much pay, hopefully pay your expenses. They just want to get people back to working. And so I see a lot of proprietors starting to do some deep cleaning once those loans come through uh, that are forgivable. Uh, even the SBA, if you had an SBA loan, they're forgiving six months interest and principal, which is just unheard of. So that'll also help people to maybe do some things in their centers. And so it's our job as a trader to communicate that, communicate that to people. And for us, that's a little bit tougher only because the average proprietor opens 28% of their emails. And so they, they've always preferred to uh, take mail instead of email, but they've done a wonderful job opening. We've had about four webinars. We're doing blast emails every week. Uh, just like the one I got today, which was unique, was uh, the CDC announced today that if you've been if you've been closed for seven days, you do not need to wipe everything down before you reopen. And and that'll go out in our email this week. So that's one way. And then we also have our people who just call in proprietors to talk to them and trying to call the proprietor where Frank Wilkinson's very active as a proprietor. There might be a guy, you know, 50 miles from you that doesn't talk to anybody. He's a member. He just doesn't talk to anybody. And so we're trying to reach out to those folks and say, hey, how can we help? What can we do for you? And they are so grateful. Just to talk to somebody and visit with somebody. And what are you trying to do? And and I always tell people, everybody said, hey, if, you, if you're struggling on something, call a proprietor. You, you know one, just call them and talk through it together. Uh, there's a couple other groups that are doing weekly phone calls. Uh, with maybe 20 or 30 proprietors on the on the call, just talking through bits and pieces of what. And at least now we're talking about what are we going to do in three months? What are we going to do in bowling in three months to get people to come back in? Should we all offer a get get come in in the first games on us or something? And the, and and our our marketing firm uh, led by John Harbuck and Strike Ten is working on that as we speak. But we, yeah, we shouldn't right. forget that. We got to do something when these people come back. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we have a problem with seeing people come yeah, back to I our bowling centers, so right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would hope that. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you think that in the landscape of the almost 5,000 centers that we have, like foreign change, uh, a percentage that may, may not make it? Do we foresee yeah. that? Do yeah, I think you're going to have some that just aren't going to make it. And, I, and, and I'm not sure it's going to be because they're – they're going to be just so frustrated with everything. They're just going to say, I'm done. And I don't see big ones. I mean, I'm talking about a small eight or 10 laner, 12 lane center. Just says, I, I just, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm just not. If you talk to the restaurant guys and I've got some on their national board, they think they're going to lose 20% of the restaurants in America. Yes, absolutely. And it's a struggle for them. And so, uh, where we work on a, uh, where we work on decent margins, they work on a very small margin. That's a lot of times profitability is made up by volume and uh, they're all scared to say what it's going to look like when they open, whenever that is. And so, uh, yeah, I'm worried about the restaurant side, but for me, I'm more of an optimist. I think it's an opportunity for all of us to do more in bowling. How do we get out and meet people? But I uh, get more people in. Um, we've all gotten better on the restaurant side of our business, I think. And, and we should use that to our advantage coming uh, coming out of this. So, that's okay. uh, <laughs> so how many how many how many people do we do we think we employ throughout throughout the, our centers do we have an, do we have an idea of what that looks like yeah you know that's a funny one we you know 
they had called me. We don't really track things like that, um, but a bunch of people wanted us to get up and start and start yelling like the airline business. And I said, guys, we're, we're not the airline business. We're not the. It's just not. We're not the hotel business. And I felt we had about two hundred thousand jobs at risk uh, during this during these issues. We're, we we employ over uh, probably easily over eight hundred thousand people, probably upwards of a million. Um, it, it's just kind of our business. We have a lot of centers. You know, you, you get a, a, a new family entertainment center, they can employ a couple hundred people. Uh, but in turn, then you go to a twelve laner in Batumba, Iowa, and they they it's mom, dad, the son, and two or three other people. But we're we're upwards of eight hundred thousand uh, employed people in bowling. And you know, if you don't you put that in perspective, we, we look at listen. We, we've got a lot of employees here, and I, and and then I hear others and go. It exactly to your point. The the, the movie theaters and at a smaller at a much smaller scale, which you would think have more. I think that their their plan was one hundred and fifty thousand employees. They were talking about over the the screens and uh, in, in the entertainment business. That's something for the amount of people. It's comparable. But when you really look at the landscape of bowling centers. It's a lot of people. It, it, this it is a lot. It's it's probably the sad part for bowling still today. Even though we have a a wonderful uh, lobbying firm in D.C. that we've had for a, a long time. Matter of fact, it was we were just there eight weeks ago uh, doing some SBA lobbying, and it was wonderful because the winner of the the SBA winner of the year was a bowling provider from from Kentucky, and. Uh, was the award winner of how he done business, how how well, and that that's helped us, but we're we're somewhat of a misunderstood business uh, in, in Washington. We just are. They just we're just misunderstood. Even though the White House has a bowling lane, there's two lanes over in the Truman Center. We're just a misunderstood business, uh, and and the capital it takes to build a bowling center is is so much higher than building uh, almost anything else. Now, the, the real estate alone has changed our business tremendously, right? Uh, so yeah. over the years, <laughs> yeah, yeah so, we still see a lot of that, Frank. Where the guy walks up and says, "Hey, uh, you want to sell your build, building? Oh, and by the way, would you get the bowling equipment out of here before I take over?" Um, <laughs> some of these people, been, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's sad because there are markets it's really devastated. Boston, the Boston market, the Miami market. Uh, somewhat of California, even though they've they've come back and rebuilt, um, it's pretty amazing uh, how many how many have just sold the real estate value and walked on. You mentioned the White House bowling lane. Talk a little bit about that project. It's something that the industry uh, and, and BPA kind of led the effort there, uh, which is really cool. Yeah, you know, it was it's probably one of the funnest projects I got to work on at BPAA. You, you know, we couldn't get it done, and we we had met with the previous administration uh, before Trump. And, they wanted to do it. We drew it up, and, and but they they wanted to pay for it. They didn't want it for uh, they didn't want it as a donation from BPAA, and and we just tried to tell them, hey, this isn't political. We want you guys to experience uh, the best. And it was a junker. That bowling lane was a it was it's so bad. It was just junk. So finally, the new administration came in. We we had another meeting. And they said, let's move forward on this. And so we've, we've now done it. It's it's absolutely magnificent. But here's the weirdest thing. When it was all done, we met with designers and, and all these people. And we finished. And Barron Trump's a bowler. I mean, the poor kid lives there. Not a lot he can do. You know, he doesn't really want to swim every day. But he, he's become quite the bowler. 
and he'll bring in pizza from the White House kitchen and some friends, and they bowl. And one of the cool things uh, our first lady did was to open the bowling lane in the White House. She invited a bunch of the Secret Service uh, members' kids. And so they had a pizza party and had a bunch of them bowling. It was wonderful. But here's the wildest thing as a bowler, and a bowler can relate to this, and even more so you, Frank. They get done. They spend all this money. It's a beautiful bowling center. They keep the wood lane. So yeah. they did not want a synthetic lane. They wanted to, they wanted to keep the history of the White House lane, and so they kept the wood lane. Now, that wood uh, lane doesn't have one nail in it anywhere. I mean, we sanded it, not one nail anywhere, but wanted to keep the wood lane. Oh, Nixon, Nixon uh, put it in, is that right? Yeah, Nixon put it in. Truman put one, Truman put him in. Truman put two lanes in, and it's the misconception of what it all is. Truman put two lanes in, but he put those in over at the executive branch, which is still buttoned up tight. You really can't get It's tough to get in there. But that's where the the executive branch is, is the uh, Congress and the Senate. And, and anybody over there can use it from the vice president down. Only the president can use the White House lane, which was put in by Nixon. And Nixon actually had a little, uh, uh, actually kept a bowling league that they all bowled every week. And there was a ladies league for his wife during the day. And he had a night league. And they would bring in food from the White House kitchen. And they would bowl every week. And he was a, he was a pretty good bowler. And there's some great pics of it. Um, just Google images of, of Richard Nixon bowling. Pretty cool. We, we, we've we shared them. Yeah. Of course, the famous one is of, is, is of him over the foul line. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll tell you, you know who's got a great, we should somehow get it. We just digitized through the Hall of Fame, the Bowl, International Bowling Hall of Fame. We just digitized. We have about a second, a minute and a half clip of Nixon bowling. And we just did took it from film and digitized it. It's pretty fun. It's Listen, he knew what he was doing. All you got to do is watch him bowl. You could tell he knew what he was doing. Or at least that it looked like he did. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, <laughs> so tell us about the uh, BPAA's involvement in the Thanksgiving Day Parade. That was another one, and maybe Amy will jump on here live because Amy was with us when we went to we went to talk to Macy's, and Amy came along with me. It was her, uh, Amy, and I, and we finally sat down with them, and and they have a unique process, and and there really is no. They say there's a process, but they only. The one thing about the Macy's parade, there's only 25 floats and I forgot how many balloons. And then the rest is, I think there's like 20 some odd marching bands and some other things. And so we wanted to get in and, and they pretty much tell you, well, if you get in, it's, we'll tell you what you're going to do. So for bowling people, that's kind of a struggle. It really is. So um, we went back and forth. They told us we'd know by the end of that year, which was December, it didn't happen. And I thought Amy and I thought we were out. And then, uh, Got about mid-January, I get the call, and we're in. And, and I would say, hey, you'll be the first to know. And we've, and we've reaved up for three more years. They're three-year agreements. They already approach us. We usually don't wait till December. They approach us in January and say, you guys want to you want to be in for the next three years? And we are. So it's a wonderful uh, – listen, I grew up I, – I spent my first five, six years of life in New York. So I, I still, when I was five and six, remember going to the uh, parade with my – uh, grandpa and grandma, and my mo dad, mom, and but it's such a three and a half million people. It's it's a wonderful event, but that's how we got it done. And I thought their floats were really cool. Those pins and the ball, and 
I, we're still thanking Al Roker for two years ago when he was bouncing around in the pens and it was good. It, it was good. I want I want to buy one of those. I want to buy one of those shoes when they're done. But they say they dismantle everything. They don't give away. And what are you going to do with it? Where are you going to put that? Take it down the. We'll take it down. Put it in the Hall of Fame. It'll fill up the whole lobby. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But that's that's how we did it. It's it's really it's so fun. Do you know that there's ten thousand policemen that work that parade? Ten thousand. That's just incredible. When you think, you about think about it. the size of the parade, and the cool thing after all this gets done, that's that. Not that it gets done, it, it as dissipates, and we get towards the fall. That's going to be probably one of the biggest events, uh, the first big events. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that gathering. people are going to get to look forward to, and hopefully it is a gathering, and we're back to somewhat some normalcy. But that that's awesome, and so for us, I would imagine the impact to have that float at a time where in year, I think it, you know you see it once, you see it twice, you see it the third time, okay. But now uh, there's probably more meaning. It's probably more meaningful by the time we get to Thanksgiving. I could not say it better, Frank. Well, you're you're just exactly right, and and I do think that's when things will start to open up, even more so. As you as we all know, we can keep talking about it. It's not read to, but I do think coming into the the holiday season is when a lot of that's going to open up. And then what a better day than to be in the Macy's Day Parade, and maybe some ad units on there this year, telling people yeah. to go bowling on TV. Hey, that's I mean that's up to you and your team. Uh, <laughs> yes, it the, does. The, the, the great thing at BPAA, so a trade association helps its members in so many different ways, education opportunities, these big things we're talking about, their top of mind awareness campaigns. Uh, what is the, what do you, as a member, as a member yourself and as our executive director, what is the most valuable tool that BPA offers? Well, here's where some people will disagree with me, but my, my, I, I think there's three prong of what we do at BPA. For me, the biggest tool we have is probably the one that's the least used of these three. And that is the camaraderie with your fellow proprietors who in turn could be your competition. And I do think, I do believe that is the number one thing we offer at BPA. If you're a BPA member and you need help with a machine and you don't have a good mechanic at that time, you can call a friend and his, he'll send his mechanic over to help you. And those are things we don't utilize enough. I think it's getting better at this time of, of life because what we're going through. But to me, that's number one. Number two is our, our smart buy program, our program where we get to buy products through our BPA membership numbers at Pepsi at, at discounted prices, uh, at discounted cost to the proprietor. And, and we have over 100 partners in that space. Uh, and that alone will pay for your membership uh, five times over. Easy, easy. I mean, we got we do everything from from cleaning your center to to buying air conditioning units go on top. And then the third thing I, I still believe is is the awareness campaign we do at, at BPAA. And what I mean by that is we don't um, we we might be a trade association, but our board of directors and our office officers drive us as a business. And so we these awareness campaigns that we've been running. So we do. Uh, we, we're on Fox and Friends. Uh, we're working on a pretty cool one September if it happens with a uh, one of the talk show people uh, shows a national talk show. Uh, we do a NASCAR race a couple times a year uh, with NASCAR, one at Watkins Glen, one in Richmond. Then, of course, the Macy's Day Parade. 
All those are awareness campaigns that we don't really ask the proprietor to do anything other than accept uh, that new business when it comes to the door. And, it, and, and the last two national uh, surveys that we've done with, with bowlers, bowlers and non-bowlers, it's always been about the same. 87% said they would bowl more often if they just thought about it. And so we've been pushing that. And you're seeing more and more. I, I was a little freaked out about it, but just last week on the show 9-11, I can't remember what it's on. They went to a bowling center to help some lady who got injured in a machine. But but they filmed a, a good 15 minutes of the segment was filmed in a bowling center. And so that's our job. That's part of our job. But our job is to service our member, to help our members. That, that's what we're here for. But those are me of the three. And I want to say one more time, I do believe proprietors dealing with proprietors to help get through tough times or, or even good times is a secret to what we do. And to me, it's still the best it's still the best piece. And if you call up a guy who's a BP member and you say you're one, they open up what they need. They, they talk about it. I've got, we've got friends, Frank, you've got friends actually will give you their financial statements. Say, Hey, here's what we do pretty good. Here's what we don't do good. And that only makes us all better. Uh, and I've always said great competition makes us good, makes us better ourselves. I believe that. Yeah, you, you, Unless you, you, that you, island, there is none. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you and you said it earlier too, and I couldn't agree more. Uh, we're very lucky the relationships that we get to forge in this in this business. Uh, we've got group chats with different groups of proprietors. I pick up a phone, and I would tell you through this time, I can't the conversations and throughout the states, everything is different. We're talking about the loan opportunities, who's been closed, who did this. Uh, oh, did you call Pepsi? Did you call your TV provider? Things that, you know what, it collectively, we all said, oh, wow. All right. So yeah. it, it, kudos to, to to the industry for being able to provide that. And I would say locally, I would imagine everybody's market, you have a little bit of it. It's just not the same when you can speak to someone in your own business uh, and not have that sense of competition. It's not about that. Right? Uh, We're all in this together. Absolutely. And you know it in your, in your market. Uh, if I, we want everybody else to be successful because the more bowling centers that are successful, the more, more people, people go bowling. bowling. Once the neighborhood bowling center closes, people hang up their shoes. I agree. And I'll tell you what, you know, Frank, it's funny you say that. When I first got into business many years ago, my father-in-law took us took me out one night on a Friday night and said, come on, we're going to go do some driving around. So we would drive around and go, now your friends, Frank, all these buddies of yours that you're now in the business with, and you know them all because I, I was a salesman for Brunswick at that time. My father-in-law said to me, they're going to tell you, well, I did, I did car counts on that, on that center last night, and I had 20 more cars than he did, or you're going to hear that a lot. Well, let me tell you what our, what we believe in at our company. I want to drive by that bowling center down the street, and I want cars rolling out of that parking lot, lined up on the street next to it. I want it packed. And we'll just live on the overflow. And he lived by that <laughs> most of his life. Because again, if we're all busy, it's a great business. It's a good business. And people are, and that's, and I believe, and, and again, I still believe bowling, and I did not grow up in bowling, is a wonderful, not a wonderful time to spend two or three hours with a friend, with a group, meet new people, meet diverse people uh, from every walk of life. It's just wonderful. And, and, I even missed pulling my Monday night league this week, the last four weeks. Or so, 
Check that out. You went from not bowling to back to bowling and then actually missing it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Hey, Frank, we, we know you're busy. We're going to, we really appreciate you taking the time with us. Uh, you're, you're awesome. Uh, Thank you, Frank. Thank you, guys. I want to say this. Frank. I probably got 20 people watching. I said, have you been watching yours? You got a lot of people watching this, Frank. It's, it's really cool what you're doing. Really cool. And don't well, we, let it end after we get back open. No, it, no it, it won't. We were talking about in the beginning, this was a project that was something a little bit on the back burner, not as a daily thing, not no time for that, but more of a weekly content talking to our bowlers. So yeah, we're going to continue this. This is something that uh, we want to stay well, relevant. I'm winning the media award next year. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, well, right, thank Frank. you guys. And you have a wonderful day and have a great week. Hope all right. all all right. down for it. Give a hug to Kathy. I will do it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Uh, he's awesome. And he's we, we're, we're very lucky to have a trade association that does what they do. And for somebody like Frank, who's a family in the business uh, and understands the business. Yeah. So uh, yeah. his, his wife, Kathy, runs that runs their, their bowling center operation. Uh, she's probably thankful that he's, he's not always around. <laughs> but we joke about that. <laughs> and uh, you know what? He understands it. His staff, the staff at BPAA truly go above and beyond to help us. And uh, if it wasn't for them, there's certain programs we wouldn't have an access yeah. to. So. Yeah. They work very hard to uh, to help their members. And it's not just uh, not just bowling centers. They allow um, pro shops also to be members. And uh, I believe they have uh, other uh, manufacturers who are part of the association too. So uh, yeah, they have a, a full reach out to the industry, which is really good. We talk about the direct benefits. There are little things. Music licensing is a big thing for our for these entertainment centers that you take for granted. But no, you know, BPAA is on the forefront. That's one of credit card processing of yeah. food partners, of beverage partners at Pepsi. Uh, and and Amy, we talk about Amy. We laugh like uh, if it wasn't for the job that she does, he wouldn't have all this. She's great. Uh, she is great. So thank you to Frank. Thank you to BPAA. Hey, uh, next up, it is Music Monday. We 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 talked about, and uh, we've got our friends, uh, the Rosenberg family. Who, who are cooped up at home together, I believe. Uh, and so, hi, Tracy. Hello. How are you? Can she hear us? Can you hear us? If I'm supposed to be hearing you or seeing you, I'm not. <laughs> you, don't, you don't see or hear us, do you? Hello? Hey, we're not hearing you on our end. Uh, can you see us? Are you talking? They can't, we can't, we're asking them if they can I'm, see I'm us. They can't hear us. Hopefully she <laughs> I just shot her. Oh, okay. uh, exit and, and uh, you can hear and, us. We're not hearing you. There you go. We figured that. Uh, Thank you, Frank. Hello, check your phone. Hey, Frankie, I don't hear you. Are you there? We're here. We're here. Check your phone. Here, look. You can't. Can you see us? Can you see us? Check your phone. We're going to, uh, let, let's see if we can get them back in here. Uh, so the, the Rosenbergs, uh, friends of Rab's, uh, have been the music family, as I call them, uh, have posted an awesome video this week. And so we wanted them to, uh, to, to share what's going on in, in their house. Uh, Stacy would, uh, Tracy would be teaching. She's home with her kids. Yes. Uh, and so I'm sure they're trying to make the best of their time together. 
So let's see. Uh, let's get them back in here. Uh, uh, you know what? While we're while we're waiting for them to, to zip back, uh, <laughs> you want to share the the meme of the day? The meme of the day. Yes. My house got TP'd last night. It's now appraised at eight hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I've even I've even seen. Did you see the other meme? Uh, one of I think it was Costco uh, put in the jewelry counter. Oh yeah, with all the expensive jewelry <laughs> and yeah. the toilet paper. Yeah. Very funny. It's true. Uh, I did. I did hear of somebody. We were texting back and forth, and told me they were able to get toilet paper from, from Shoprite and Costco this week. Two different deliveries. Yeah. Uh, so we might be might be getting some things. Are things are seem to be easing up a little bit? I guess all those people that had uh, bunkered down with all the toilet paper and Lysol and paper towels, they're not. They don't need it right now. So it leaves some for the rest of us. But don't overlook your uh, little local convenience store or deli because I've had no problem getting bread or any essentials from them. So I think I got to share it. You know what? Tomorrow, there's a, a kid filming this video. If I, if I could find it again, he's in his house and he's talking about his mother told him, hey, we're short on toilet paper and that you've got to use the napkins until we get some. And they had these little Christmas napkins, these little beverage napkins. So he goes into and whether it's true or not, it was just funny. Uh, he goes into their bedroom, into their master bedroom bathroom, and behind the door, there's stacks and stacks of toilet, toilet paper, paper. <laughs> just for them. Uh, absolutely hilarious. Uh, you know, it, it, it's we, we laugh about it, but it, it, it is a little crazy. Because you have to, because you have to find humor when you can. Without a doubt. Oh, uh, we. It looks like we've got them back. Let's see. Uh, Hi. Hi. What happened? Yay. How's everything? I'm not sure what happened there. I'm not either. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. We got all three of us. So, hey, tell us, uh, so how are the Rosenbergs holding up? How are the Rosenbergs? Uh, We're all good. Right here. Here's Steven. Samantha's on the other chair waving, saying thumbs up. <laughs> And you would, if you, are you working from home? You teaching? How's the distance? Are you you're still working? Yes, still teaching? remote teaching. It's I was waiting for something funny to come out of your mouth, knowing how that's going. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's going. It's it's a challenge. It's a challenge. But you know what? The kids are stepping up, and uh, we're not. We're trying not to overwhelm them too much. Everybody's dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love the animal. I love animal in the background. Yeah, it's my boy. <laughs> so, what is a what is what does the day look like for the Rosenbergs while you guys are cooped up together? Um, we actually absolute chaos. Please help me. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we we have something that not a lot of people have, but we're very lucky because we like each other. <laughs> so we do things like like we play games. We we drive each other crazy. We make videos. We do all that stuff. So, uh, what games are we playing? We've been playing things like Quiplash. Did you ever play that? No, Quiplash. No, I haven't heard that one. Enlighten oh, us. It's on, it's on the Nintendo Switch. It's hilarious. I, I can't get my hands on a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> That's, it's absolutely. I haven't. 
don't have one. It's from online too. I'm sure that Kevin can get you one. I'm sure we'll reach out to Kevin Bono. Uh, or when my nephew, <laughs> my nephew's around, I might have to, I might have to borrow his that I bought for him. Uh, but it's funny. I, I I actually looked to see if you can get a console. You can't get your hands on any of them. People are they bought them up and they're behind. Yeah, it's uh, the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about. That. Are you guys stocked up on toilet paper? We are stocked up. We're good, thank you. you hey, uh, so I reached out because I saw, you, you know, Stephen and, and Samantha, are always, you guys are always posting videos. And I, some of them, Stephen, I think, has been fun making fun of everybody. Uh, and, and they're great. Uh, tell us about the video that you posted this week. Well, it's a tough time for everybody. And there's a thing going around called the Rainbow Project. Have you heard about this one? Yes. Um, people are asking people to draw or create, do something artistic and put a rainbow in their window to show support. And I'm not really that artistic, <laughs> not not in that way. But um, the Rainbow Connection, just I, I've always loved that song. I've always been a big fan of the Muppets. You know, we're all Disney freaks around here. And that song to me just spoke volumes about getting through what we're all going through right now. And when we did that particular song, I had a friend of mine in mind who um, unfortunately did not survive the coronavirus. And um, before she had passed away, we did the video and it was just like an anthem to tell everybody we're gonna get through this and we're gonna be okay on the other side. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And we need more people like you in the in the world doing that and sharing, yeah. sharing especially Absolutely. through music. Uh, Hey, we, we want you. We want you to sing for us. Uh, I do have a question though. You, you, I'm sure, are struggling that you're not uh, making people laugh on a regular basis, uh, like you normally do doing stand up. Yeah. Uh, how are you? How's that? How's that going for you? It's going. You know, I've, we've been toying around with my doing um, a video, a comic comedy video. It'll probably happen. I don't know when yet, but uh, there's so much going on that there's and there's so much fodder. You know, especially with with politics, I won't get into names and stuff, but um, <laughs> there's just so much. There's so many wonderful people who are working on this. And then there are some people who just need to keep their mouth shut. And I think that's the fodder for most comedians at yeah. this point in time. So, so maybe you should do a, a comedy hour with, uh, with Tracy uh, Facebook Live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So you guys have a great message, and hey, uh, it's Music Mondays. Uh, Music Monday. I, you need to sing for us and share share your special tune. Music Monday, I like it. I have Stephen here on the guitar, and they're gonna do the backups, and we'll do a, we'll do the first verse for you. How's that? All right, we love it. All right, Stephen. Why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions, and rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong, wait and see. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. 
You guys are, you guys are all, and that, you made Naz cry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Naz. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I personally, <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for that. And thank you. Uh, it was beautiful. My pleasure. Enlightening people through music and humor uh, th during these times is certainly important. Uh, and so, Absolutely. really, thank you for sharing it. Thank you. Thank you guys you. are awesome. We're gonna share your video so people can see the rest of that. Uh, you guys are talented. Keep up the good work. Thank we you love so you. much for inviting us onto the show, Frankie. Oh no, thank you for for popping in with us today. Uh, and we miss seeing you and hearing you yeah, on Sunday absolutely. mornings. Uh, <laughs> before we know it, we'll we'll get back to bowling and uh, we'll get to hear your laughter. Absolutely, I can't wait. Awesome. All right, you guys, you guys, stay. Uh, keep your keep washing your hands. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. Keep doing. Uh, <laughs> and, and have fun and keep doing what you're doing. Keep on keeping on. You too. All right. We'll see you later. Thanks Bye. for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye, Frankie. No, that's a very touching song. It is. It really is. Uh, it's, it is a, there are a couple of those songs uh, that certainly get you. Uh, Over the Rainbow is another one. Uh, Summer Over the Rainbow. It kind of has that same. Yes. Uh, same messaging and same theme great movie by the way if you have time uh you've you've got time the movie judy oh with uh renee zellweger awesome she was great in that movie so if you're looking for something to watch try to catch that that she, was great and she really she really immersed herself into into yes. that role uh yeah that's a good one I forgot about that. We watched yes. that. I, it, yeah. it, it's a good and there's a there's a couple pieces on on Judy Garland's life. Yeah. Uh, but that one It was a very short time frame that they dealt with, but uh really, really good. And she she nailed it. She was very, very good. She was very good. Uh check that out. Hey, uh so we've been asking for you to share uh your bowling from home uh video. Got it. Continue to share those with us. Uh, hashtag bowl from home. Tag us. Shoot it to us. We want to yeah, keep sharing. We want to see those. We want to see how you are keeping us uh, active in your homes. Plenty of ways to do it. So there was another There's way. Plenty of ways. There's another way to bowl from home. So whether you've got toilet paper and bottles, whatever in, it is, in your living room or in your driveway, you're bowling. Well, yesterday Stephanie said uh, bowl into some pillows. Yeah, she mentioned that you would have, I guess, maybe a long highway and a non-tiled floor. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have some. Of, I have some kids that. Uh, some of our youth bowlers, I probably wouldn't recommend that to you. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> the parents may not appreciate it. Yeah, definitely not. But if you got a long, you know, you got a long space, you got an area that you can do it, uh, that'd be great. Or even like into the pillows on the couch kind of. Kind Correct. Of and it was more about keeping your arm swing, keeping your. Right. 
keeping yourself yes. going. Uh, are you bowling at home? Um, no, I'm sewing right now. I got my new sewing machine yesterday. I am very, very happy. So I'm just sewing along, making my masks. When I was yesterday when we started or finished, you you got the alert that your sewing yes, machine was delivered, were. and you were very excited. I would like a FedEx driver to explain to me. I have a big porch with area that you could put a package behind, but they insist putting it directly in my walkway where anybody from the street could see it. So I I just I'm curious what the thought process is there. Are you? Are, they have to walk up to my door to press the button anyway. I'm not calling anybody out, and I know, I know. Maybe, maybe your guy watches us. This is a difficult, difficult time, and I appreciate those that are out there and uh, getting the these deliveries done. Listen, it was a Sunday, and I got a delivery, and I was, uh, I was amazed that it came, and I was thankful. But I, I, I kind of, I'm not sure about that. That happens to you often. Yeah, I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, I'm you're talking not. to several people that have told me the same thing. So if there's a reason why, that that's fine. Listen, I'm the person that puts drinks in the summertime in a cooler on my porch for the <laughs> for the uh, male person. So if anybody only saw what happens behind the scenes here, <laughs> just, it's great. Let me take a picture. <laughs> I love it. That's really nice of you. I, I, we're pretty lucky between the Amazon guys and the UPS FedEx. They all, we've got two columns. They always, they, they, they stash them. They put right, them on the side. Right, right. And your porch, your area is, you've got even more space than I, I have do. a nice little area. Plenty of space there to for drop it when I hide it. Yeah. They, left, they left a TV leaning up against the front door one year. <laughs> okay. Just on just a TV yeah. leaning against the no I mean, we're lucky. I mean, nothing's been missing. And, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> right? Not, I, <laughs> yeah. I probably just jinxed myself. <laughs> but, um, just watch it. Don't bring his nose yeah. <laughs> Wait, I know Nazareth's not. Well, you know, we do get a lot of packages here for us, too, though. Yes. So certain things we have sent here and make it a little bit easier for us since we're here all day. It's not, not available now. now. Not yes. now. That's not really an easy thing. Our poor, the poor our mailman, uh, Pete and Ray UPS, they they are super good to us. And we awesome. love them. And they do a really a, a tough, tough job. It's 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 really thankless. So, yeah. I mean, we really appreciate them. And we're lucky because uh, even during this, they're they're calling our cell phones. They're letting us know they're outside. Uh, it was a little bit easier when the pizzeria was open because somebody right, was here. Call, uh, right. And now I, I'm, I'm still unsure what we should be doing, but we'll figure it out. Uh, hey, it's Monday. Sorry, my nose. We've got a the rest of the week. We've got a it's Holy Week for you know our good Catholics. Yes. Uh, we've got a nice. We've got a bunch of shows lined up. Tomorrow we're going to be talking business, business, Staten Island business, and and uh, you know after all this we're gonna we need to go out and go somewhere. Yes. And people, most people probably are not going to get on an airplane. Uh, probably not. I, I don't. I just don't foresee that in the very near future. Uh, but you know we've got Atlantic City not too far, which I know many of you go to. Yes. See your pictures, Lots. Uh, which people. I know we do. So tomorrow we're talking Staten Island business and what's going on with uh, Jacqueline Tacarante from JMT Media. Uh, she has been doing a um, a live show each day, uh, talking with different business owners uh, and providing some great tools. And then also we've got Whitney Ullman, 
from Atlantic City. She's the uh, entertainment reporter. That'll be interesting. So we're going to talk a little uh, Atlantic City business, something to look forward to. Uh, after all this, you get to, I can't wait. I, you know, I'm itching. I was supposed to go to Vegas for bowl, yeah. Reno for bowling and convention. And yeah. I, yeah. although, although my casino money is sitting there just collecting <laughs> dust. Probably so think of all the money you're saving by not going. We did save a few bucks. So, <laughs> but we look forward to that. That yes. is our little escape. No, agreed. Uh, agreed. So Atlantic City is next. Uh, next, who else we got this week? On, uh, I believe it'll be Wednesday, we have Doug and Chrissy Kent, who will be joining us, another uh, power couple, and uh, hopefully you'll have some questions for them. I know I've got some questions for them. Yeah, PPA they champion, mean, Doug. Yeah. And they, they own a bowling center up in Newark, New York. Uh, so we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then we have Ken Mitchell from the Staten Island Zoo. And... Uh, Something, but he told me it's all happening at the zoo. So hopefully he'll uh, fill us in. Let us know how the animals are. I want to ask him about these tigers that are uh, supposedly have this coronavirus. I, I you know, I, I, I keep reading things on both sides that it's not transmissible, that they have some form of a virus, but it's not coronavirus so maybe he can answer those questions for us right. good old ken let him know ahead of time we'll be asking <laughs> he's great and if, if and to, to, to that check out the facebook page from the staten island zoo yes uh they we they're showing us animals they're, they're going live and and keeping us while we can't go there but so ken's going to talk a little bit about that we're going to have to ask about the tigers lions and bears oh my oh my <laughs> and we'll also have pam Silvestri back so Hopefully our feed works for, for Pam. Pam's going to do her weekly food check-in. Uh, and then Saturday, uh, another incredible weekend, another incredible Saturday. We'll be celebrating a big birthday with Bob Learn and Amletto Monticelli. So I'm really looking forward to that one. That's going to be fun. Celebrate his birthday. Yeah. Did he say how old he was? He... I'm sure we could look it up. Failed to mention that. Everything's on Wikipedia, so we don't need to dig too far to find that. No, no. So Mr. 300 and, you know, the one and only Amleto Monticelli. That's yeah. Pro Bowlers. Set. So we've got Music Mondays, our Food Thursdays, check in with Pam, Pro yeah, Bowler Saturday. It's really Pro Bowler Hall of Famer Saturday. There's, there's, yeah. we've, had some, we've, been, we've had some great guests with us Incredible. On, Incredible. Uh, on the weekends. Uh, Saturday's show is going to be at noon. Uh, every every other day we're here at 2 o'clock. We'll remind you. Uh and yes, hey, I'm gonna a shout out to Stan. So Stan is asking about Jimmy. So Jimmy's here, uh, working behind <laughs> us somewhere, uh, and he wants us to get Jimmy on here. Uh, you know, ooh, we, that would be a good. That's a good idea. Uh, we're yeah, Michael and I were talking about this earlier. So we're gonna we're gonna figure we're gonna we're gonna get Jimmy and Michael on with us for a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure how they feel about it. So but many people hear about the infamous Jimmy, but haven't really talked or seen him he might be our biggest guest yet he might be uh, he's, uh, he, uh, you know what they went in the back they were they were working at, they were working out here so i think that's a great idea i mean they're on the show almost every day when they're here yeah. they're just in the background. uh and you could see michael's blue hair somewhere you know, floating uh so yeah so stan thanks for asking we'll, we'll make sure you, jimmy he is the best mechanic for sure he's the and, uh he's the best in the business and uh, uh michelle uh Fury D'Esposito, hello to you too. I'm trying to crush my mother's head back there. Oh, 
<laughs> I have to say, our, our audience has been great. So, Michelle, hello to you too. We certainly miss you too. Um, we had a nice week round up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so, thanks for watching. Thanks for joining us every day. Uh, like and share. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe, like, share. All the stuffs. Uh, thanks. All to the things that you do. Please let, you know, let people know if you're enjoying this part of your day and having fun watching us, then tell your friends. And if you have any suggestions about anything you might like to see or might like to hear, then please let us know because, you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to fill a hour or half of your day. Oh, oh, wait, we might be, oh, <laughs> there's been a sighting behind me. <laughs> be careful. I don't know if we're prepared to bring them in now. No, we're the not. The just want to <laughs> I'll, time it. <laughs> I'll time is up. That time is up. So, uh, you know, again, yesterday we talked about we're thinking about some folks. Absolutely we are. Um, we lost a, 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 a mom of one of our uh, team members and uh, it's it's sad and uh, honestly it's tough to look on Facebook sometimes in the morning because you know um, there hasn't been a morning in the last three days where I haven't known somebody who's lost someone and uh, it's uh, hopefully we are getting to the end of this and all the projections that they're all talking about now seem to be uh, flattening out a little bit and hopefully that's what we're getting to. And um, I, I certainly hope so. And uh, I, I hate to lose another uh, Staten Islander, New Yorker, uh, fellow American, and we please stay home, please. If you don't have to be out and wash your hands and don't touch your face, please. Social distance. Social distancing. I still see pictures of people gathered in places that I, I, I don't understand, but yeah. And the new signs outside of the store, I think are more troubling to me. <laughs> outside all the stores, you've got these great signs and they're talking about how to keep six feet away and they're marking the floors. But every day a new sign is popping up and I saw one today that's keep back, please stay away. Uh, so please, uh, but everybody, you're in our, um, thoughts and prayers and uh thanks for to continue to watch us uh shout out hey uh fritz is watching us today uh fritz we miss you too we miss hearing you know fritz the best manager on staten island as he would call me <laughs> yes. uh, she's the best around who are you kidding uh, fritz uh so thanks for tuning in thanks for watching us uh take care wash your hands don't, don't touch, touch your face, face. Thank you, Frank, Tracy, Samantha, and Steve yes, for joining us for today. Yes, thank you for our today. Uh, awesome. Until tomorrow. That was awesome. That was awesome. Tomorrow at 2 o'clock. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.